Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two today. Hello, welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm with Elizabeth Morris today. She is a YA fantasy author, and the name of her series is Blood of the Beast. I'm so excited to learn more about that. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Do you want to jump in and tell us about your series and your book? Okay. Um, so my series is called Blood of the Beast series, and um, it right now it consists of two that I've published right now. This is my first one, Tiger's Blood. Um, I like that. It's about, yeah, I, I, I got a professional cover designer to do that. Um, but Tiger's Blood is about, um, it's about a world full of creatures called bloods and they are half animal, half human shapeshifters. And um, there's one girl who discovers she's the rarest blood, which is the tiger, white tiger blood. And um, she goes on a quest to kill the man who murdered all of the tiger bloods. So that's the premise of the first book. And then this is my uh, sequel to that one, Rise of the Rebels. And um, this is when um, they meet another tiger blood. <laughs> so. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah. And I'm working on the threequel. I, I call it the threequel because <laughs> this is the third book. Um, I'm working on the threequel and that's going to be uh, called Return of the Ambush. And um, I'm about 10 chapters in right now writing it. But um, yeah, that that's, that's right now, that's the goal right now is to have five books total. But right now it's just, I'm working on the third one, so. That's yeah. so exciting. What is the main character's name? Kira. Her name is Kira. Kira. And can she shift on will? Yes. Okay. All, all the characters can shift on will. Okay. Um, and they all shift into different animals? Um, usually it's the same animal. So like if, if you discover your animal part of you, like if she discovers she's a tiger, um, she can only transform into the tiger. Okay. So um, you discover it like at a young age. Okay. So that's based on your family line, it sounds like? Uh, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. So this evil character has wiped out her tiger line or the, all the yeah. other tigers? Just all the other tigers existing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Very cool. How did you come up with these ideas? Um, I actually had a dream about the main character shifting into her tiger form like when I was 13 and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever and I'm like I need to write a book on this and I just I kept having these dreams about different characters and different shifting and um I just would write down everything um that I would think about and um it just turned into the book series 
and I'm still the characters are still developing as I'm writing them but um I, I really like how where it's going so far especially with the third book I think I really like it very cool and how did you start writing or why did you always think you would be an author and publish um I always wanted to be an author and didn't think I would I just I I wanted it and um and I started writing when I was 13 I started writing my book when I was 13 and um so once I finished the book I said okay I want to publish it and I got an editor and I got you know someone to do the cover and all that stuff and um I published it when I was 17 and it was just like a dream come true that is so cool I don't think many 17 year olds could say hey I published the book yeah <laughs> Talk about focus and dedication. Kudos mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like writing when I was younger. It, it didn't develop until I was older. So yeah. I like reading. I, I really liked reading, but writing was challenging for me. Yeah, I started writing short stories and I would post them on uh, Wattpad. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wattpad, the book sharing app and uh, or writing sharing app. I used to write stories on there and I used to post them on my my old Instagram too. And um, a lot of my friends and followers, they loved my stories. And I was like, okay, I think I could write a full length book. <laughs> and uh, that, I just, I, I've always loved writing. It's always been just relaxing to me. And um, just, I, I love getting my ideas down on um, my computer and stuff. And it's really good. Very cool. Do you, what are your other characters in the book? Does Kira have some people who help her out in her quest? She does. There is um, Noah the wolf blood, um, Ethan the lion blood, and uh, Chase the eagle blood. And do they all get along in their animal forms? Can they talk to each other in their animal forms or how does that uh, work? So they can't talk to each other in their animal forms, um, but they kind of understand like if, if um for example if like two or three of them are in their animal forms and one is in their human form they can understand what the human is saying they just can't like communicate back to them if that makes sense you okay know? yeah yeah that makes sense so they don't have like the wolf telepathy like in twilight or anything like that no <laughs> no telepathy and what happens, how old are they when they first shift or first find out they have this capability? So generally, if you're like 16 or 17 or older, um, around the teenage years is when you kind of discovered yourself, I guess. And that's what kind of like the metaphor is like, kind of discover who you are and discover like um, what you like, what you don't like, stuff like that. Um, really get a sense of who you are. And uh, so around 16 or 17 is the normal age, but for Kira, she discovered hers at 12. So it, it sounds like she's a little bit special among this blood sister world. She is a little special, yes. <laughs> I won't make you give us any spoilers on that one. That's okay. <laughs> um, she, she is special in, in a way. Um, like other people think she's really special, but she doesn't think she's special, but she actually is. And it's kind of all over the place. <laughs> and do these characters, like are the hu normal humans aware of these characters or do they kind of live in secret? Um, that is actually kind of a spoiler. <laughs> okay. 
Um, Cause right now, everyone everyone in the world is a blood so everyone can shape shift into whatever animal they are um depending on what they are and uh, but that they don't nobody knows what happened to real humans yet <laughs> Ooh, okay so, so this is a bit of a dystopian futuristic yeah as well like yeah interesting do they have our modern technology um, there is some modern technology and some medieval, like medieval, like so they they still use swords and stuff, but they, um, they they watch TV and like not not like a flat screen TV, but like an old timey, you know, the big box TV. <laughs> like they'll do that. Like it's kind of a mix of both. Okay, interesting. Yeah. It, did you spend a lot of time like creating all those? the setting for the world after it sounds like you had a dream about this character and then you had to build a world around her yeah um I did have time I did kind of create the setting of what I wanted it to be it's like there's a, a kingdom and uh there's a, a lot like the whole world is made of like there's forests and lakes and it's mostly nature because um these bloods they have to like hunt and stuff to survive and then there's some um, there's some villages where they, you know, they have markets and like, I, um, there's just, there's a little bit of everything, um, I guess in the setting, I, I still kind of am world building because especially in book three, they're going to a whole other section of the world. So I have to like, think of what's going to be over there. So yeah. Well, and do they have a, an established government or a system of who rules who or? There is a monarchy. Um, there is a king uh, and a lineage, lineage of kings and queens and stuff. But um, there's no like government. Is is the king really controls everything really? Okay. So. And do we have any plot lines with um, transfer of power, or are the main characters involved with that, or is that sort of just like a separate entity? I'm sorry. What was it? Are the main characters, do they, are they involved with the kings and queens or are they? Yes. Okay. Yes, they are. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very cool. This is a question I like to ask all of my authors. What do you want the reader to take away or experience when they're reading your books? Um, so the big, the big thing in my books is acceptance and friendship and just, I guess I'm gonna go back to acceptance for first. Um, there's a lot of, I guess, racism kind of, cause there's different types of bloods. And uh, like, for, the, for example, the tiger bloods, nobody likes them, nobody, everybody hates them and they think they're evil and they're kind of everyone in the kingdoms and they, they're kind of brainwashed into thinking that tigers are the worst and they're evil and they want to destroy everything. But in like the main character sense, that's not true. And um, there's a lot of uh, bickering and um, stuff like that between the tigers and tiger and um, other characters. But um, I guess the main the main theme is that I want to that, that I want people to take away um, is that you should just um, accept people not for who they are, but um, just accept that they're there and I guess um, 
friendship. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this in the worst. No, that makes a lot of sense. I like, think fantasy books are a great way to illustrate a lot of those principles and in a safe space. Um, yeah. Because a lot of times those things are hard to talk about and write about, but yeah. if you can create characters that mimic maybe some things that are going on in our world, it's it brings it out in a safer way, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really cool. And what mm. would you tell a young, I mean, it sounds like you're probably pretty young still. Um, what would you tell a young writer, author, or, or person who's aspiring to do that? Do you have tips, tricks? Um, so I, I just turned 23, I am a bit young and um, so I guess if someone's trying to start out, I guess what I would give to them is just to keep writing. I guess once they start, just keep writing. Um, I, as long as you get words on paper, like I don't set myself for deadlines. I don't set anything like that. Um, I feel like with deadlines, you're a bit pressured. So I just kind of go with the flow and um, for new writers, I think even if you get 20 words or 2,000 words, just keep writing. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, as long as you get it done, you'll feel accomplished. And uh, as long as you just enjoy what you're writing. I, I, I feel like a lot of people don't enjoy writing when, they, when they're when they like starting a big project like this and they feel like they get overwhelmed. That's why I say just take it a little bit at a time. Like yesterday, I wrote only like 200 words <laughs> in my third book, but I was, but it, it ended my chapter. So it doesn't really matter. Like as long as you're getting like mini goals accomplished, then you'll feel, you'll feel better. And did you take any classes in literature or writing? I did. I did. Um, I did take some classes. I have my bachelor's degree in creative writing and um, I took a lot of literature and uh, creative writing classes and just stuff like that. And I always excelled in them. They're always great. Um, so, yeah. So you have a, a, a good background in plot structure and characters and world building and probably all those cool things that go into book writing. Do you have authors that you love reading and or that you like inspire you? Um, a, a big inspiration for me is George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. Um, I love Game of Thrones and I love the whole universe and just the world that he created. And um, and also I, I, I loved the dystopian future of Hunger Games, the Suzanne Collins books. Um, I, I read that like three times when I was a kid, <laughs> the whole series three times. It was great. And uh, I just, I, I loved the dystopian future and then I love fantasy. And then I kind of like mashed them together and made my own world. So yeah, I can, I can see definitely both of those influences there. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. What are you reading right now? Um, I actually have it right here. <laughs> This is actually my friend's book. It's called The Wandering Order Autumn Light. Um, it's his self-published book. I'm trying to get into more indie authors, like I'm trying to support more indie authors like myself. 
so I'm reading his book. I'm about like a third through it. That's a thick um, book. It's a thick book. Yeah, I was kind of intimidated when I got the got it in the mail, but um, it's pretty good so far. I'm really enjoying it. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so you're writing the third book, and you said you have four or five planned. Yes, I have. Uh, I have five planned. Um, and like just yeah, I have five planned, but I haven't like plotted them. Does that make sense? I haven't like dove into four or five yet. I'm just focused on right now, number three. Right. Um, yeah. I, I feel like to, me, I like I, I have a general idea of what what's gonna happen in that book, but then I have to like work up to. <laughs> yeah. Book. Yeah. That that's kind of how it is. Like I have a general idea of what's gonna happen. But like once I get book three done um, and edited and everything and published, once book three is published, I, I usually start right away with book, I guess the next book, book four. Um, but I have to have an outline. I have to plot it out. Um, like I plot out each chapter and, okay. and make sure everything makes sense before I start writing it. So. Yeah, I think you're much more systematic than a lot of the authors I've talked to. And maybe that's yeah. because you have the creative writing training and background. That's interesting. Yeah. I do a very rough outline, but not, <laughs> definitely not chapter by chapter. So. Mine, is, mine has to be chapter by chapter. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I have to keep myself organized on paper or because it, it's not organized in your mind it's never going to be organized in your mind you know right. so like <laughs> I have to have, make sure like I'm thinking and um I'm like okay what's going to happen next what does this character do should I do this this character but like I it's all in my head and uh if I write it down it's much easier to maintain and organize those are some good tips did you find it hard to find an editor that was like a match or you, you could work with um, so I had one editor who worked on my first book, um, and, uh, she couldn't work with me anymore. She, uh, I don't, I'm not sure the reason why, but she couldn't work with me anymore. So I found, um, another editor on this website called Upwork, and that is such a great website to find people. Cause I found, um, I found the guy who does my audiobook and my editor on there and they are both fantastic well that's and, great to um, know so you, these are in audiobook format as well um just my first book okay um i'm he's still working on the second book so he's like 10 chapters in um on the second book but um yeah i do have the audiobook for the first book but i i absolutely i fell in love with his voice once he sent me the sample of my first chapter i was like uh, I, I I got all like like nervous like oh my god this is my book and he's the way he's like doing all the characters and his he's doing different voices for all the characters and it's just like I imagined it in my head and it's just like a it's amazing that's great when you can find that person that's the perfect fit yeah so are your books written from a first person point of view or the third person then they are uh, first person, but each chapter is a different person. Um, not not different, but like uh, different characters. So okay. uh, like it bounces back from different characters. So there's uh, Kira and then there's Noah and then there's Ethan and then there's Chase. And then in book two, there's a lot more characters. So oh, wow. yeah. Oh, that's fun. So you get all those different character voices. Yeah. 
Neat, neat. Tell the listeners where we can find you and your books. <laughs> okay. Um, so all of my socials, I guess, um, my Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is on Liz Loves to Write. All one word, Liz Loves to Write. And um, my Facebook is Elizabeth Morris. Um, my books, you can find anywhere from Amazon to Barnes & Noble to uh, Books A Million, uh, Audible, pretty much anywhere that they sell books, you can find my books. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> Fine. Well, I will definitely follow you and look you up on Goodreads and all those good places. And I might have to download that. I meet so many great authors and I'm like, okay, I have a new book to read today. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone's book sounds so amazing. So thank yeah. you for being here, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Trisha Copeland. And I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, Make sure to subscribe and stop in each week, discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep finding the magic.